Welcome to Dad's Dishing. 2021, our first show of the year, and it is a show packed with great tips for any father listening, for anyone listening, truthfully. Cheers, my friend. Cheers to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, I'm drinking club soda because I'm doing the dry challenge to the dry January, which yeah. is basically no booze this January. And I am not doing the dry challenge. So I'm drinking a little vodka in with my club soda <laughs> as we tape this uh, in, in, on an early morning shoot. <laughs> How sad okay. is that? But well, it I is think we such, did it for effect. Yes. And it is such an important part of our lives, alcohol. I think it's the way we come together. I think mm -hmm. that it's something we use as a tool, as a crutch. So to give it up for a month is really truthfully a challenge it is a challenge i gave it up for almost a year a um, couple of years ago and yeah. i eventually got to the point where i just didn't want it anymore but i miss the social hanging out mm -hmm. and the, the dumbing down that it does meaning it just takes the edge off of so much so you're you're out you're ha hanging out with your friends and then just before you do it you seem to enjoy your time more Yes. But then I'd never remember what the hell happened the night before. I mean, At the end of that year, when he was released from the insane asylum, he entered drinking in a way <laughs> that is so good. No, it is. And you know what? We are we are creatures of habit. It, drinking has become a thing that you come home after a stressful day. I can't wait to have a glass of wine. You go out with friends. There's peer pressure. So all of these things that challenge us to make the challenge of a dry January so difficult. Right. But today we're going to give you the tools to be successful during, be it a dry January, uh, uh, what's it, a sober October? <laughs> no drink November. Yes. There's dry Whatever February. Whatever month it is. Exactly. I mean, it's pretty incredible. And we're interviewing as our guest today, the author Hilary Scheinbaum, who's been all over, um, all over media, like an unbelievable. She was interviewed just yes. by Dr. Oz and she's been on all the, the major uh, periodicals like the Boston Globe. She's in GQ magazine. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And she's a New York Times writer also. She's an amazingly talented person. She writes the book in a way that you will feel so comfortable. And what's great about this is it really does give you the tools to be successful yeah. in whatever dry month it is. Right. And what you learn also is all of the things that are really side effects of drinking, the cost, what it does to your skin, what it does to you personally, right. who it makes you in a relationship. And when you start to think about all of those things, it really is a wake-up call. Exactly. And eventually you start seeing, well, why would I just for one night or one day, whatever yeah. it is that you're drinking... Why am I going ahead and I'm throwing just so much away of my life? You Absolutely. Know? When we talked about the numbers, you and I, and by no means are we billionaires. We're just trillionaires. No, <laughs> but by no means are we millionaires. And when we talk about the costs that we put out annually in booze and what that also means for meals and things like that, yeah. it's it's a house. It's, pretty, yeah, exactly. it's a house. It is a house. Over a couple years, it's a and house. And I end up looking like a house. Uh, because of, of all the weight there is a physical I, yeah i mean we're talking about like let's be honest i mean for covid i i personally felt like and i talked about this before like oh we're kind of like on vacation gyms are closed mm -hmm. for a while then um you know you just kind of like get into that habit you find yourself drinking more eating more and you know not the best news but hey i can rely on my trusty old bottle of wine or, or tequila or whatever it is that you're drinking and it freaking affects me and now this just happens to coincide with 
my own goals that yes. I wanted to do. Where so. you want to be, who you want to be. Yeah. And you know what? I think, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, and this is a personal thing that I'm sharing with people. You lost your mom this year. Yeah. And I think I saw even as your friend a transition to a little more drinking after that. Oh, yeah. And it's easy for that to happen. And if there was ever a year to pick to start drinking in excess, it was definitely 2020. And as we head into 2021, certainly another year that would be perfect for drinking. So yeah, I know. I mean, so, so there's no better time than this. No, there's no better time to actually have Hillary yeah. to really help us with this. And, and, uh, can't wait to have her on. So yeah. she joins us next, the Dry Challenge. Check it out. We'll be right back. Cafe Kubal is not only the way to perk up your morning, but it's a quick pick-me-up every afternoon. The Dad Station team fights off our midday cravings with prepackaged almond joy power truffles from Cafe Kubal. You might say that we're obsessed with them. A ball of fudgy, chocolatey, chewy, rich decadence with less than two grams of sugar. Plus, they're made with protein powder. Mix that with a cup of their delicious locally roasted coffee, and it energizes us to tackle the rest of our day. With seven local locations and a coffee truck on the go, Cafe Kubal is more than coffee. It's what sets a time from a hectic day to relax, reflect, and recharge. When you think of the things that are essential to a healthy lifestyle, you probably just focus on the recommendations from health experts, like getting more exercise, healthy food choices, and getting more sleep. But there's another way. It's a much easier way to live a healthier life. Smile. It may not seem like much, but smiling does a lot for your mental and physical health. And it's a great way to help everyone around you live healthier too. Our friends at Northeastern Dental Group offer four safe, convenient locations in and around the central New York area. Best of all, they recognize that your money matters and offer an introductory special at just $99. Just $99 will cover your visit from start to finish, keeping you and your kids smiling for years to come. Make oral health a top priority. The Northeast Dental Group and the entire team prioritize in providing you and your kids with a personalized and gentle experience. So as we've been talking about on social and all the different platforms, we're all doing the dry challenge. And it's really exciting yes. to have Hillary Scheinbaum, the author of the dry challenge. Hillary, hello, welcome. And, and before Hi. we continue, uh, Hillary, we have to ask you because uh, obviously this has been uh, somewhat, you know, that we've been thinking about. Yeah. Is it Hillary or Ilaria? <laughs> Definitely the former. Okay. <laughs> well, now we know not to listen. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are so fun. You have such a great way about you. Your energy is wonderful. The book, you see it right in the book as you read it. It's, it's a great read. So thank you for giving us this. Oh my gosh, thank you. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you guys. Well, we are so excited too. This is a true um, gift for us. And for so many out there, it is a struggle. This year, especially 2020 was crazy. 2021, it's like, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> How are you doing with your January, um, dry January? How are you doing with that? So far, so good. This is my fifth year. So wow. I'm, I'm a little bit seasoned at this point. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I definitely know that these stressful times can call for a drink or two for many. Yeah. And, uh, 
So have yeah. you heard in the news uh, about canceled dry January? Like, have you I heard of have, that? I've been seeing the memes and everyone's sending them to me. And I just keep saying dry January is not canceled. But listen, even if you've had one beverage or a night of beverages, it's okay. You can start again, call it a one drink January and move on. Oh, Finish your month. Smart. I love that. I have to say, I sat down to read the book Tuesday and I was so excited to get into it. And I'm like, it, we're only a few days into the month. I, I clearly haven't drank that much. And when I actually looked back, I had had Bloody Marys on Sunday. I, you don't even realize how much you do consume alcohol and it's a struggle. How did you, you've given us tools in the book, but tell us, how were you able to navigate through your first dry January and make it through successfully? Yeah, so going into my first dry January, I kind of didn't have a plan at all, if I'm being honest. Well, yeah, you when said I, that the night before, New Year's Eve, you said, okay, I'm going to do it. And it was thanks to Alejandro. Yes, which Alejandro. Lady Gaga song. Alejandro. Yeah. <laughs> Alejandro. Right. By the way, Alejandro is like the breakout star of this story. Oh, really? So, <laughs> He's like, thank it goodness. What happened if it were if he hadn't agreed to making a bet with me about Dry January? I don't know that this would have ever happened. Wow. So, how crazy. All right, so you get through your first. Yeah. How were you successful? You literally New Year's Eve said, okay, I'm going to do this for a month with uh, Alejandro. How did you do that? What were the tools you used? And you've got them in the book, but please tell us. Yeah. So I think that there are definitely some helpful tips. One being that, especially now that we're all, you know, at home all the time and working from home is to really remove those triggers from your, you know, general vicinity. So if you have a bar cart that you're constantly passing and it's full of liquor and every time you open the fridge for a sandwich, there's cans of beer, you really want to eliminate those triggers by either removing them from, you know, those easy to see spots. Maybe it's like, you know, putting it in like a broom closet for months or <laughs> giving it to a friend to hold on to. You could even pour it down the drain, but I know that that's a controversial statement. For okay. <laughs> Why is it controversial, by the way? Because you said the same thing in the book, like you were pretty like, um, you know, like reserved about that. And why is that? Do people really raise an issue? I think that liquor is expensive. Yes. And for a lot of people, it is a financial commitment and even if they're giving it up for a month, they aren't exactly ready to, you know, watch their liquids go down the drain. It's and kind of like so, burning cash. <laughs> you don't throw that stuff out. It, is, it does still have its value. I totally get that. Yes. Okay. All right. Now it makes sense. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I kind of think that's great. And we do all, it's become such a lifestyle thing to have the bar cart in the house. And I try to keep a full bar for guests and coming. It's very hard. It's there in my face all the time. So you're, you're, idea of throwing in a closet, giving it to a friend to hold on to. My friends would give it back with empty bottles, but <laughs> that, that's really a great tip for success. So I have to ask you though, I mean, was it your initial intent to, re to write this book, but at the same time release it during the pandemic? I mean, that's got to be like a really big decision, right? And your publisher, Harper Collins probably had something to do with that too. And like, what was your thought about that? Yeah. So I go, I mean, listen, I'm a writer by nature and I always wanted to write a book, but I never in my wildest dreams thought it would be a book about giving up alcohol for a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially 
actually, I used to be a food and beverage writer. My actual right. job was to drink wine, beer, and spirits and do the research and, and report back. And talk about so, a challenge <laughs> yeah, yeah, to give up drinking during that job. <laughs> so, you know, I think having done it now, being on my fifth year, it was certainly an evolution. And once I, you know, saw all these amazing benefits and to be honest, couldn't shut up about it. Like I was telling everyone, I was talking mm-hmm. about it. I was writing articles about it. I think it was only natural for me to write a guidebook on how to do it because going into it, you know, my friends, my family, people that I was dating, they had so many questions and it's, I think more empowering to know how to answer those questions or at least be prepared and set yourself up for success. So um, that's how the book really came about is that, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but I, everything that's in that book is, you know, what I learned firsthand or the research that I went ahead and did during and after my drive. And, and Scotty and I were, we were talking about that. This is such a comprehensive book because you're talking about science. You're talking about relationships. You're talking about, you know, economics and, and finances. I mean, it's a 360 degree way of looking at how alcohol can affect one's lifestyle. And if you're a single dad on a budget trying to make ends meet and you got kids to feed and at the same time you want to have some extra money laying around. This is a great way to have it. This is the best way to do I it. I earmarked the page with my little post it. The savings, the numbers, when you put it in this bold type, God, was that an awakening? Somewhere between forty to fifty-five thousand dollars you will save over ten years. And honestly, I think that's a conservative estimate. Truthfully, I really do. You agree? <laughs> yeah, especially with us. <laughs> yes. So that number is essentially if you are drinking two to three nights a week and having between two to three drinks, if the cost of the drink is ten dollars. Yes. And we very well know that if you're drinking top shelf liquor. If you're drinking more than that, then that number is only going to go up. And it doesn't matter if you're in Wisconsin, Syracuse, Florida, Manhattan. The price of alcohol, it's across the board very pricey at this point. $10 or more. Exactly. Everyone's making craft cocktails and craft beers. And, you know, they're charging a premium for these things, you know. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's that's happening everywhere. I was also going to add to that. That's just the amount that you're spending on the drinks themselves. It doesn't include transportation or food or hangover cures. Yeah, that's the other thing that I brought up to producer Kelly. I said, oh my gosh, you know, I'm like, yeah, the transportation. And then the extra food that you order because your eyes are hungry. Well, that's just it. That's what I do. It's you have one more. It's like, okay, I'll have one more. Well, now let's get another appetizer. Let's get another dessert. And it just, it it perpetuates this bad, this bad thing that continues. And you keep spending and you keep drinking and you keep going through the night. You're you're chasing that dopamine fix. You're chasing that next feel good. And it doesn't really manifests itself. You just get drunker and drunker it's generally. True. So. so I have to ask you, one of the things we posted as we talked about you coming on the show, which we were so excited about, is a picture of you with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. How cool. Okay. You <laughs> kind of really are the real life Sarah Jessica Parker, living in Manhattan, <laughs> working, writing. I mean, writing. Is that like amazing? And just You're like Carrie that. Bradshaw. <laughs> my apartment was not as nice as hers. I will tell you that much. Or my shoe collection. Oh God, that that's something to, that's goals right there. But I have to ask you, do you think, cause I look at it I, as we were talking about this, like really sex in the city set a tone for the first time, I think, where 
so much of when they were together, it was about those cosmopolitans. And if you watch Seinfeld or something else from a little before that in the 90s, they were out getting cups of coffee. It wasn't about booze. And in a way, <laughs> Sex in the City sort of set a tone for get those Cosmos and for girls. women. Yeah, yeah. Th- those $15 drinks for women. And it's perpetuated. And now it's coming theoretically back. A new version of the show will be coming back to HBO. Did, did you see that growing up and say, oh, I can't wait to be that person? I don't know about that. I mean, I'm definitely a Sex in the City fan. Don't get me wrong. Yes. And I think Sarah Jessica Parker is phenomenal. Um, I don't know. I think that not just Sex in the City. I think that so many TV shows are centered around drinking culture. I mean, even, you know, Cheers or any True. show that The really... Man Show from back then. Yeah, sure. Yes. Absolutely. So I think that, you know, TV and movies have always had um, drinking culture as a, as a role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's just in our daily lives as well, too. I mean, you know, anybody who goes to college, there's that. Um, and mm-hmm. beyond that, like... You know, even in adulthood, whether you're socializing for a birthday, you're going on dates, especially if you're going to weddings. I mean, drinking's everywhere. So I don't know. I think that Sex in the City definitely showed a lot of drinking um, within Manhattan, but I think it's everywhere. Yes. So yeah. I, I think that that's, that's sort of, to, to that point, it's sort of hard because when I go out with friends, it's, okay, where are we going to go have a drink? What are the things you do instead? And you give us some examples in the book. But so what are some of the, the things you do instead mm-hmm. to say, hey, friends, let's not go drink. Let's go do something else. <laughs> yeah. So one of my favorite things just in general is ice cream. I am obsessed. So my first go-to is like, hey, who wants to grab ice cream? That's my favorite. <laughs> I love it. But, you know, depending on what it is that you enjoy, whether that's, you know, museums or going for a hike, if that's available to you, or cooking, mm-hmm. or, you know, just checking out a fancy restaurant if, if you know, it's COVID safe. Um, I really think it's about kind of winning back that time that you would otherwise spend at a bar and really exploring things that make you happy that don't yeah. involve alcohol. So... Uh- I don't know if you're familiar with this book. Elizabeth Vargas wrote a book about her problems with addiction to alcohol. It's a great read. And she talks about using alcohol as a crutch for anxiety. And I think so many of us out there use alcohol as a crutch, use cigarettes as a crutch, use weed as a crutch. I mean, all of that. Everything's going down. Yeah. You know, I mean, not everything, but you, you have to understand that this is a very difficult time for people here in the United States and worldwide. Exactly. And you're at home and there's a lot more day drinking dads. Oh, totally. <laughs> I think people there's in a, general. I think, we're, you know, parents aren't necessarily going to work like they once said. They're working from home. What are the tools that you, what would you say to somebody who uses alcohol as a crutch to get through life? What are the alternatives? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I haven't read that book, but for me, at least my anxiety increases, you know, after drinking. So that's always a a reminder in my head that initially, while it might sedate you, eventually it's going to, at least for me, um, kind of excel. Yes. And the regret um, the next day. What did I say? What did I do? (laughs) But you're right. Your anxiety does increase. The problem is you feel worse about whatever that problem was that made you drink to begin with. I totally agree. 
And understanding totally. that alcohol is a downer. It, I mean, at the end of the day, it it helps perpetuate that anxiety. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah. And I think people don't know it in that moment. It's like, okay, I just got laid off from my job. I'm going to go drink. Yeah. And, if, and if you're yes. on a date, she in, in the book, she says that certain parts don't work. Yes, uh, it's if true. If you consume too much in alcohol. And for a lot of dads that obviously, look, you're on the date and you're drinking, drinking, drinking. I'm going to go there and say whiskey dick is a real thing, okay? <laughs> Let's call it what it is. We've all been there. <laughs> yep. Oh, my well, gosh. Instead of opting for, you know, those alcoholic beverages, there are so many beverages now that taste just as good. There are non-alcoholic beers, right. wines, spirits, and even cocktails that I personally find to be even tastier. Yeah. And obviously there's no hangover included or other, you know, physical issues. Well, even if you go to, like, even to Panera, they have all these different lemonades now. Right. Like, everybody's getting into that very mocktail type thing. And if you think about it, I mean, and I'm not hating on alcohol because I do like it. Oh, you but love it. it. I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> well, I'm taking not a big this break. Month. Taking yes. a big break. <laughs> but if you think about it, it is in this book by Alan Carr, something called like how to control your drinking or something like that. He talks specifically about how people have to accustom and add all sorts of flavors so that you can get the alcohol down. And eventually yeah. you sort of build the tolerance for it. No one first has, you know, a beer or anything and says, oh, this is delicious. It's what I've been looking for my whole life. Exactly. But the reality is what? It's that, oh, it's kind of cool. I think I feel when cool. When we're in college, yeah. we have to water it down with exactly. soda, anything. Yes. <laughs> I straight up one time for my first when I turned 21, I ordered a martini because I was in the Air Force, and I figured that was the most chic thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. All my friends are like, what are you going to drink, Joe? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a martini. They're like, oh, shit. You know, he's, he's the man. You know, and I go up, and I ordered a martini. Never had a martini in my life. Yeah. I tasted it. I sipped it. It was just awful. It was like biting into a pine tree. It was awful. I said, I'm going to go to the bathroom. It's I'll be right back. Life. I went to the bathroom, dumped the, <laughs> dumped the martini, kept the olive in there, put water in there, went back out and this faked This man, it. he is all class. <laughs> I, thank you for sharing Did you that. actually sh uh, suck your down? Yeah, I did. I, I've been a martini guy since I was a baby. My mother's milk and martinis. <laughs> but Which, by the way, I'm drinking club soda. Thank you. I'm drinking club soda what? and vodka because it is 1030 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so why not I, do the dry challenge? So this just sort of occurred to me as we're talking. Have you, have you ran into friends that are over drinking and you know this? And I think we've all had those people in our life that, okay, this person's on the verge of alcoholism they are drinking vodka at 10 30 in the morning on an interview <laughs> is this book really a great way to say hey maybe you need to look at things in a i don't want to say passive aggressive way but in a way to introduce pulling back from alcohol i really think that this could be a tool for people yeah you know i i definitely don't think that the dry challenge is a method for recovery or a substitute for recovery. Mm -hmm. um, so I will say that. I think that, however, if that individual or anybody is looking to analyze their relationship with alcohol, I think, you know, a dry month can definitely do that. I think, though, you know, depending on what their consumption is and really what their relationship is, it, it might be better for them to seek other uh, avenues. But I, I certainly think that, like, anybody who you know, drinks on a regular basis socially, it's definitely worth trying. Yeah. 
Is there a key, like, what's the one thing that you think makes the most amount of difference? Because in the end, we're trying to, you know, bring something of value, which we already have, obviously, to single dads. Like, what's the one thing? Like, what's the, you know, you know what? This is a secret out of all of this. Is there one thing? You mean like a tip or like a benefit? Like the best tip that, you know, that, that you can, because it was like, really, it was great tip after tip after tip. And a lot of yeah. them resonated with me. So I'm like, in your experience, is there that one killer tip that just says, you know what, if you just do this, you're going to be okay in overcoming the dry challenge. And, you know, yeah, I think one thing that I, I now keep in mind and that I kind of lead with, with a lot of friends is the statistic that is in the book that mentions um, a UK survey that was conducted revealed that the average adult spends nearly two years of their life hungover. Wow. And that, yeah, it's a lot of time. If yeah. you think about, especially as parents, you know, two years goes by and what a difference that makes in your child's life. If you're spending two years nursing a hangover in bed, feeling sick to your stomach, feeling nauseated, feeling unmotivated, unproductive, having terrible sleep, that's going to affect all parts of your life, including your sleep, your mood, how you interact with everyone. And I think it's, it's an important thing to evaluate. Um, you know, when you think of two years that go by and how much you could get done and how much time you could spend with family, it's overwhelming. Um, and I think so often with our busy lives, we talk about the things that we don't have time for, the things that we care about, whether that's, you know, taking care of ourselves, taking care of other people, going on trips, just spending quality time with each other. And to think that those are, those are two years just spent in re like recovering from a night out. That's sure. not even the time that you spend imbibing. Um, so keeping that in mind, I, I also think is like a big tip because you have to remember like what your motivation is to begin with. And some people, when they start dry challenges like myself, mine was, my motivation was just to kind of beat my friend and see what happens. Yeah. So get that I dinner. Really have, exactly. Right. That Michelin oh, star I, dinner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I didn't have like a cutout, you know, idea. I wasn't trying to lose weight and I wasn't trying to have better sleep and I wasn't trying to save money necessarily. And all those things happened. But yeah. I think had I known that fact, even before all of this, I think that my, my drinking would have been affected just by that alone, because mm. as a busy New Yorker, there's no time for anything. And, you know, so much of our lives we spend saying like, if only we had, you know, an extra day. Exactly. And two years. Yeah. And life is fleeting and yeah. short and it's taken away from us in a second. So why waste any time on being hungover? Really? Oh my God. Two That's years. crazy. That's a long so time. I want to say I'm kind of sold on the concept. The good thing is if you are, and you say this in the book, and I so, I'm so happy you say this, it's not just dry January. You can do a dry October. You can, and you've got names for all Every of them. Every month has a name. Pick a month. No it drink can November. be a shorter month. It doesn't have to be a 31 day month, right. but you pick a month that works for you. And maybe the fall is your crazy time of year and you're working, or maybe you're an accountant and you are tax season, you're busy, you, are, you don't even have time to drink. Great time to try and um, take into to, to mind the dry challenge. I think it's a great thing. I love it. So yeah. I'm thinking future for you. Um, with the relaxation of marijuana and drug laws, do you see something like a stay grounded challenge where people aren't getting high? <laughs> I'm all for it. I think whatever is going to help people 
kind of analyze whatever their relationship is with whatever substance or whatever, you know, thing in their life, I am a hundred percent for it. And in the end, you know, maybe you'll learn something new about yourself. And I think that's what it's all about. No shroom June. No shroom June or no 420 <laughs> April, really, because yeah, April's right. the month. Not really for all of it. <laughs> all right. The book is The Dry Challenge. Hillary, you are amazing. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on Facebook. We'll have the links. This is truly a tool to help get you on track every year. And I think it's yeah. such a gift for people. And thank you for writing this book. Absolutely. Great point. It is a great gift. I'm doing it. Everyone else should definitely take a look at this and just start. If for nothing else, you're going to look better. You're going to save money and you're probably going to drink less. She always brings up the skin too. It's you. It's you. Like, yeah, the skin, your skin will look better too. Awesome. Hillary, Hillary, thank you. Look at that glow. You've got the glow, Hillary. You do have the glow. In the middle of January, you are in the middle of your dry January. So this is perfect. You're awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And really, when you read this book, it's like you're reading writings from a friend, text messages from a friend. You have such a way about you. So do pick up the book. Check it out. It's available at all major bookstores and Amazon.com right now. Awesome. Or get the audio, which or get I love. The audio. He loves audio books. He's like George Jesus. Costanza. I yeah. need the audio book. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to read it to me. <laughs> Happy New Year. Thank you so much for joining us here at Dad's Dishing. Thanks, Hillary. Happy New Year. Thanks for reading, and thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you. If you have a law practice, then I suggest you pay attention to what I'm saying. Do you wonder why your law practice isn't more profitable? Why attorneys who aren't as good as you are getting better clients? If you're ready to grow your law practice without the sleaze, you're in the right place. I'm Joe Sanchez, the founder of Ascent Legal, and I help law firms with the growing of their sales and business side of their law practice. I personally have opened up over 18,000 criminal cases in my 15-year career, and I've built multiple seven-figure law practice from the ground up. You will not find anyone else in the country with my level of experience of closing legal leads right over the phone. If you want to close more legal leads and stop wasting your time, then you can get instant access to our exclusive guide, 10 Mistakes Lawyers Make When Selling on the Phone. This will help you identify why potential clients are saying no to your legal practice with this free guide. You can also check it out at ascent.legal. That's ascent.legal to download your free copy of the 10 mistakes lawyers make when selling on the phone. And while you're at it, schedule a session with the nation's best legal sales trainer, me. Ascent Legal, better practice, better life. Hillary, that was such a great interview. Joe, you you really sourced this. You found this book. And then Kelly, our producer, went out and picked up every copy left. And there weren't many. <laughs> Honestly, uh, this happened because of Hillary. Yes. And her graciousness of really, you know, she's everywhere, right? Yeah. And she's on Dad's Dishing. Why shouldn't she? Exactly. And we want to share this book with one of our listeners. So we'll be giving away a copy of The Dry Challenge. Tune in. We will have on our social media pages exactly what you need to do to enter to win this fantastic book. It's a great read. When you finish reading it, keep a copy for yourself. Maybe pick up another copy to hand out to friends. It's a great gift. This it's a great is, tool. This book is no joke. I mean, it comes with checklists and ideas and yes. tips and things for you to fill out to be a part of so that you can actually really 
you know, do have have the best possible tool to be able to go ahead and put the drink down just for one month. Just yes. do it for one month. You're going to feel a lot better. Your skin will be great. Yeah, and you'll save money. It's huge. So 2021 Dad Station is all about giving you the tools to be successful in life. And we're starting it off with a great in a great way. The Dry Challenge will be giving this away to one of you. Thank you.